2: Welcome to the Knapsack Files, broadcasting from beautiful, sexy, steamy Studio City, California. I am Ken Knapsack, and this is going to be nothing short of an episode made for an audience of three. No, I'm kidding. You guys are going to love this. But I know there's some lo- young people going, Why are they doing a show with the guy who did a song with Kanye? We... Are going. And by we, I sh- I'll introduce my guests in a second, but this is a, this is a bit of a vanity show. Sometimes a knapsack files gets deep. It goes into depression. Sometimes it's fun slice of life. Sometimes I have beautiful Australian women on and I uh, sit in and get to interview them. Other times... <laughs> <laughs> I expose my heart and soul, but other times I get to sit down and talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is music. My friend Jay Arid, up now in Camarino, formerly of Pasadena. Jay from Pasadena from my book, Tiny Mixtapes of the Soul. We get together and talk about music. There's been about three episodes of The Napsack Files. Actually, two. There's going to be a third on the way. Best albums, best artists, best songs, all that stuff. We like to do that. And this is in that vein. I wanted to talk about Sir Paul McCartney. Yay! Not my favorite Beetle, but how can you choose even Pete Best? Hey, he's my favorite Beetle. But that guest is Scott Mance. Uh, of Access Hollywood and Profiles, currently on the Popcorn Talk Network, Uh, one of the best movie-related podcasts around, with the lovely Alicia Malone as your co-pilot in that one. Oh, she's the best. She is the best. She is the
1: best. I'm a lucky guy. We are a great team, Profiles, with Malone and Mance. If you have not listened or watched (laughs) this show, it is great. It is epic. It's fun. We get great guests. We talk movies. (laughs) But today, we are talking about... my favorite Beatle, because I can't pick my favorite Beatle, and my favorite Beatle, ladies and gentlemen, is,
2: is James Paul McCartney. James Paul McCartney, is Clean in Grumfolder. Uh Mine is George Harrison, but it's by, by a close, close margin over uh, the others. And then uh, joining me in returning to the show is a good friend of mine, a guy who's been on the Knapsack Files a few times and as well as uh, some other recordings that we've Don and Might See the Light of Day and also Future Projects, uh, a former radio guy and a great, great man when it comes to knowledge of music and the monkeys Aww. and the Beatles and the Paul, and that is Tim Powers. And my favorite Beatle is Jimmy Nickel.
1: Jimmy Nickel, the he, replacement oh, drummer for the, the Lost yes. Beatle. Yep.
2: They
0: right.
1: replaced, replaced him when they were in Denmark, right?
0: And mm-hmm. Australia. And Australia
1: for a little bit there. there With you the go. tonsillitis. The oh. Ringo got the tonsillitis. Rather so. than cancel the tour, they just replaced Ringo. They couldn't replace Paul. They couldn't replace John. They couldn't replace George. <laughs> saying
2: but something? They replaced Ringo. Poor guy. Oh, <laughs> Poor guy. And How uh... <laughs> <laughs> I many hasn't
0: written a book yet?
2: He
1: should. I love Ringo. But you know what? I'm mm-hmm. excited to talk about Paul McCartney because yeah. everybody talks about the Beatles, as they yep. should. They are the greatest group on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. They are a milestone of the 20th century and beyond. Yeah. But Paul McCartney's solo music, especially in the last 10 years, has gotten widely overlooked because it is not the Beatles. Now, after the Beatles broke up— And Derek had not Wings. He had big success with Wings. Yeah. Not critically acclaimed because right. only a couple of the albums were really critically acclaimed. Right. We'll get into that. Yeah. But I got to tell you, in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. he's put out music that is up there with the best of his winged stuff. I thought Chaos, yeah. and the cre- Chaos and Creation in the Backyard from 2005 right. was a masterpiece. It's my second favorite Paul McCartney album after Band on the Run. Memory Almost Full was fantastic. And Electric Argument from The Fireman. It mm-hmm. yeah. was brilliant. Sing the
2: Absolutely Changes brilliant. is one of my sleeper Paul McCartney songs. It is a brilliant saw, song. I first saw him pl- play that on the rooftop at the Ed Sullivan Theater, uh, I think a Letterman show, and I uh, love that song. It's kind of an anthem. Did song. you see it, I, see it live or see it on TV? I didn't see it live, no, but I saw it on TV, um, and I really love that song. Yeah, Sing the Changes. It is. A- um, what's your favorite beat other than Jimmy McNichol? Give me a real answer. John John? Yes, I'm a John. You so got John, Paul, George. So you got George, yep. you got John, you uh, got Paul. We're, we're, this is going to well, be a good unless match
0: Unless you count files. Mark Hudson and then <laughs> or, uh, Mark, Mark Hudson or Jeff Lynne, who Jeff both Lynn. wanted to be Beatles. Yeah, yeah.
2: Jeff Lynne. Well, you mentioned something, Scott, that uh, kind of was the reason I wanted to do this. I've had conversations with some other music fans who are McCartney fans as well. And I will never say that McCartney is underrated. That's impossible to right. say. It's Paul McCartney. Right, but you're right. Some of the stuff from I think off the ground on or after that era. Yes. After the big arena, Paul kind of went off. I think he, you know, Johnny Cash gets all this love for going into with Rick Rubin and kind of coming up with some stuff. Neil Diamond's last few albums. I love Diamond, but I love Diamond's last few albums. If you don't see me again is one of the most heartbreaking songs ever recorded about love that's being ended. So McCartney doesn't get Kenny, that a lot.
0: Kenny's given that on a lot of cassettes to a lot of. Girls. <laughs>
2: No, he doesn't One. get that.
0: Right.
1: Paul does not get that. His last album from 2013, just simply called New, right. was a great collection of songs. I love the song New. Uh, yeah. I loved uh, uh, Queenie Eye was a great song. Right. Everybody Out There was a great song. That was 2013, and then Memory Almost Full was 2007, yeah. and then two years before that, Chaos and Creation, Creation in the Backyard. I did not care for Driving Rain, which came out in 2002.
2: And Tim, but, you had that same feeling,
0: right? Yeah, I, I didn't care for Driving Rain, but you did make an excellent point that Off the Ground was kind of the turning point. Yes. Because for me, between McCartney 2 right, and mm. and Driving Rain, uh, or between yeah that and off the ground between mm-hmm. McCartney two and off the ground, Paul didn't offer a whole lot for me. You didn't like Tug of War. I hated Tug of War. Well,
1: you're in the minority. said so Tug of War. Is I know I'm in the minority,
0: out. but that's probably why, <laughs> why I'm on the show. <laughs> I didn't like Tug of War. I hated Pipes of Peace. Pipes of Peace is awful. The test to play
1: is m- bad. Michael
0: yeah. Jackson duets. Uh, yeah. you know, r- ruins his credibility. Right. I always say if uh, if if uh, Chapman hadn't killed Lennon that the doggone girl is mine would have (laughs) so what were you thinking oh what was that
1: but but i gotta tell you i do agree with you about pipes of peace and press to play and if i here's a question for you if you had to choose between off the ground or flowers in the dirt which would you choose Ooh,
0: tough call because there are excellent cuts on both Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh as a whole i would I, I would take flowers in the dirt. See, I would take off the ground, and here's see. why:
2: I'm flowers in listen. the dirt.
1: Flowers in the dirt was an important album because after press to play, it was a failure. Yeah, he had done another album that he was going to call be called uh, Return to Pepperland with the with the producer Phil Ramone, mm-hmm. right. and there is a demo of that album that exists, and it's a good thing that did not come out because really? press to play did not destroy whatever credibility Paul had left in the mid eighties. That next album would have so. Hmm. Flowers in the Dirt was an important album for him to do. It's got great songs. I mean, I love My Brave Face. Right. I love uh, uh, this one. Which, and, which uh,
2: Costello, I didn't re- fully realize, he was still working with him on that stuff, right? So oh, sure. My Brave, My Brave, Brave face, face is is some of uh, Costello's work. In it. And Brave you can hear it plain as day. He, yeah.
1: But I feel like the problem with the Flowers in the Dirt is that it sounds like it came from a collection of different producers. And it did. Mm, and did what and I did. like about Off the Ground is he used the band that he toured with in 1989 yeah. and 90: okay. Wicks, Wickens. And uh, uh, Blair Hano Cunningham Stewart, on drums. Blair Cunningham, yeah. Uh, and who Robbie was the other guy? Robbie McIntosh from The Pretenders. But but off the ground sounds like a complete album. It sounds like it was done by a band. I love Hope of Deliverance. I like uh, uh, the lovers that never were. Yep. Uh, Man, yeah. Wine dark open sea is a beautiful song. Come on people is a great song. But the t- you're right. The two albums are good and have great songs. They
0: really do. Off the ground to me was like makeup sex, where you know <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Paul, but we had broken up. Uh, you know, yeah. coming up was not. I was. 11 when coming up came out and i'm like okay it's a paul single i should be excited about it uh, no i'm not uh-huh. and and through the 80s I, I as a classic rock fan i have this theory that the greatest greatest bands put out their worst music in the 80s stones yeah. did it paul mccartney did it any decade oh. that starts with john being shot
2: mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's all it's downhill be down there yeah. Yeah.
0: i mean it's gonna be bad find me find me somebody who put out a better album earlier that put
2: out uh, a good album in the eighties. Well, well, when when did Harrison do Gontrapo? That was early Gontrapo oh, was eighty two. Eighty two. There's yep. another one. Right. Yeah. 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 But then right. he did uh,
1: Cloud Nine. Anyway. Cloud Nine, Nine at the that's end. At idea. the end of the eighties. Yeah. Right. That's right. Where,
2: and and he's and and the Wilburys. Wilburys. Right? Of course. Ah, which Wilbur's. is which is the late eighties. And that was one of my things uh, about McCartney. And I think Paul has said this before in interviews over the years have come in the years of years past uh, that unfortunately John dies. Heinously murdered by Mark David Chapman, and we never get to see John go through the '80s. We no, never we get did. to see John. Uh, you know, it's like the Stones. Uh, a lot of bands ended before the Beatles ended before they had to go through the disco phase. Is what I heard Mick Jagger say once. Right. Uh, we never saw that. Uh, you know, we saw it Ringo. Ringo. Ringo did it. Ringo did it. But actually, uh, Paul, did, Paul it did it too. Yeah, yeah. So but they songs. did, but not as the Beatles. So. So Lennon goes tragically and that's it. That's, you close the book other than some released songs. So you never see him uh, with a bad haircut doing a duet with Sean Lennon or something. You the, know? Last album, but, the last album
1: that John Lennon heard of mm-hmm. Paul McCartney's was McCartney 2. Mm-hmm. And John had, had made it very clear that the reason he got back into writing, the reason he started doing Double Fantasy mm-hmm. was because he heard coming up. And he said, wow, that is a great song. So Paul McCartney's wow. coming up, inspired Lennon well, to get off his Well, he spot. did think
0: Yoko could sing.
1: Well, listen, <laughs> even Yoko's songs on Double Fantasy are not bad.
0: No, they're actually very good. they actually and pretty damn good. And Season of Glass is a fine album.
1: And you know what else is a fine album? McCartney, too. Okay, here's here's where I'm going to go to the next level. Now yeah. keep in mind this is from a guy from a McCartney fan yeah. who who has loved basically all the albums he's done in the last decade. Yeah. McCartney 2 is, I think, a masterpiece. Wow. It I'm, is, I'm going to the book here to see it wow. is absolutely, you should read some of the excerpts from that, especially towards the end from I, this.
2: I, re- I read this entire magazine, Classic quote your source. What is that, Ken? This is uh we're looking at the ultimate music guide to Paul McCartney. This is from Uncut. Uh, the makers of Uncut Magazine and Mance one day calls me the official publication of the uncircumcised that's right Uh, Mance calls me one day are you home like no I'm at work Uh, can I get into your home basically I'm paraphrasing here I go yeah I give him the password uh, to get into my garage I got something there for you he leaves it by where my car parks and I get it in this magazine here. He like you got to read this. Okay. You got to take it all in. And I I was been so busy lately. We're all busy. Last night I I crammed, but really it was like let me read a couple. I read the whole magazine. Yeah, it's everything. outstanding.
1: They re they go back and they reevaluate every single Paul McCartney it's album. From McCartney all the way up to new. Now here's what I love about McCartney too. Okay. You know, for a long time I was I was very mixed about it. it was not in my top five of best McCartney albums. Right. But what I love about it, unlike McCartney one, which sounds like it was well, it was done in his home in. A basement yeah. just with a four track and that was it but mccartney too was it was out there it was experimental it was paul knowing that the end was near four wings right. and he was just experimenting he was he was inspired by what was going on in the late 70s with like punk and and all the electronica stuff and he like you know electronic. joy division
0: see and that's
1: that- and but, you know, you listen. coming up is a great song. Temporary Secretary, either love it or hate it. I used to hate it, now I love it. Then you got On The Way, nice cool blues song. Waterfalls, track number four, is a beautiful, beautiful love song. Track number five, Nobody Knows, a nice little rocker. Right. And then you got the instrumentals on side two. And the last song on side two of the album, Okay, for those of you who still have vinyl. By
2: the way, you're just reading this off from your brain. I'm the, impressed. From my yeah, brain. I'm, not, I'm
1: genuinely impressed that the he's last just going song. The last song on side two, if you still have the mm-hmm. album or the last song on the C D is called One of These Days. It's mm-hmm. Paul an acoustic guitar, a little bit of reverb, and that is it. It is a beautiful song. It think, is a haunting song. A lot of
2: times that's all you need. Oh. I, th- I think that's where Paul's at his best. But it,
1: when yeah. you listen to one of these days, mm-hmm. it, you know, I remember the first time I heard it. It was, it was in the early 80s, and I had a stereo in my bedroom in Philadelphia, and I put on the vinyl, and I flipped it over, and I'm like, God, this album is so far out. You were, what, it was, 12 or 13, right? It was, uh, yeah, I was I was yeah. 12, 11 years old when, when the album actually came out, right. so we're the same age, yeah. uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but... He, He's aged a lot days. better than I have, that's for sure. <laughs> one of These Days Shut up, Fred Flintstone. <laughs> is one of his most under, uh, underappreciated, days? overlooked
2: masterpiece songs. I, it's beautiful. I, I, I couldn't sing it to you. I don't know it too well.
1: Now, on the CD mm-hmm. on the CD that came out in the late 80s, they had two bonus tracks. The, the because, singles, right? Well, originally, McCartney II was supposed to be a double album. And two of the songs that were going to be on that double album were held off but were released on the CD as bonus tracks. One is called uh, Check My Machine. The other is called Secret Friend. Secret Friend is a 10-minute-plus song that when you hear this song, you're going to go, I cannot believe this is Paul McCartney. It is far the hell It is outstanding. It is a brilliant song. And anyone who ever said, oh, Lennon was the experimental one. He was the avant-garde
2: one. Listen to McCartney will argue. I got there first. Well, I was the one would. who said, John, come look at these art shows. John, come out here. Uh, Didn't they're... he introduce John to Yoko? Uh, well, I think... No, sort of. John was that, that, he went to the thing, but McCartney said, you know, that's what he—that's what it is. You know, sometimes, hey, uh, you know, which is, I'm going to jump to the song Early Days on, on the latest album, New, yep. from 2013, which got time flies so fast already. Um, that album's uh, two years old almost. Crazy. Early Days is one of my top ten favorite Paul McCartney solo songs, because it is what I think Paul would have, if you had gone back in time in 68 and said, here's... here's... Here's the type of song you're going to be making at 73. He would have been like, Yeah, that's right. He would have, you know, all the 80s and stuff. There might have been some times they'd be like, Oh, I did that. Um, Early days has some anger has paul mccartney singing uh you know the line um you know i hear that a lot of people saying who did what and who did this you know but they're not there and you can't take it from me and that some of his uh, i always go back McCartney said i was the artist i got there first on a lot of this that's true and just wanted to have sex with women and drink but but you Mm -hmm. know so my my question for you guys Mm -hmm. is what are your top five mccartney albums well, can I read the yes? I'm going to pause. I need, I need to stall. Can I read the I just saw this. The, this is the critic's verdict from McCartney 2 in 1981, June 21st. This is Uncut's critic, or this is uh N- 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 M- E's critic Danny Baker New in New Music Na- Express. New Music Express in 1980 writes McCartney 2 isn't worth the plastic it's printed on, neither is Paul. Go on doodling and fooling his public because they're too frightened to ditch him and his past, and he's too rich to be stopped. Wow. Wow. But put it in context what else
0: was out in December, (laughs) you know, or in June June of 1981? Mm -hmm. uh, My guess is mostly. Uh, Okay. Probably the Pina Colada song. I'm
1: going to follow that up, Mr. Knapsack, with the revised review done by Uncut Magazine written for this special issue. Hidden gems like Secret Friend, that song that I was just talking about, make you wonder what just might have happened had McCartney 2 been released originally as intended as a double album, a sprawling album, mopping up all the material from the sessions. It could have been a real contender, a masterpiece hiding in plain sight. His All
0: Things Must Pass.
2: that, That is... Exactly. It. It been, so all to, to your past. question, we're going we're going into some top five, Paul? Top five, Paul. Oh. Albums. Wow. Albums. Ooh. Albums.
1: All right, I can do mine right now. Go, of course, course you, you can. can. Okay, <laughs> number one is Band on the Run. Right. Yeah. That is Paul's masterpiece. Yeah, I, that, I agree. The album, Band on the Run, including the album cover, which is so great. Yeah. That album is you. as good as any album the Beatles ever put out. If you released Band on the Run as a Beatles album, it would have fit perfectly between Sgt. Pepper and The White Album.
0: That is big talk. That is is a good album. Bold statement. It's a very bold statement. It's a great album. Not a bad track on the album. I'll give you that. (laughs) But to insert it in the canon is like putting in a fifth gospel. <laughs> it's I, I, just really hard. I, I, it's like the gospel of Carl. The way you know the, the
1: the way the song the album starts with Band on the run then you get into Picasso's last words. I'm not which, arguing that it's a fine which, album they, it's just you know you, you get into the Mrs. Vanderbilt and
2: the uh uh, mm-hmm. uh and, the, and the way the the, the album well, ends. I, I... I think uh, one of my – I'd say it's an underrated song because it's not a a classic people think of is is Let Me Roll It. Let Me Roll It is great. (laughs)
1: Why why is it that for every single tour that Paul McCartney has done since 1976 with Wings Over the World, why has that song – Always been done. He did it in '89. It. He did it in, <laughs> in, 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 in 1993. He did it yeah. in 2002. He did it in 2005. Um, and he did it in 2014. Let you. me roll it. Is that's did his John Lennon classic song? Don't do that. <laughs> All right, second favorite album. Huh. Like I said, is chaos and creation in the you backyard? I love this one. Okay. I love it too. 2005, this album. I didn't care for it the first few times I heard it. It grew on me. English T, Jenny Wren, Jenny at the Wren. mercy.
2: Okay, okay. The one of my favorites, song, too much rain. My
1: favorite song on that album is is called "How Kind of You." Yeah. It is How track kind of you too so. Yeah, it is. And that song, even though he was with Heather at the time, I'll bet you he wrote that song for Linda. You think so? How kind of you to think of uh, me yep, when I, think I was out of sorts. I think you're right. My third favorite McCartney album yeah. is Wings Over America. Also a fine album. A fine album, and the beauty of Wings Over America is that the songs on Wings Over America sound better live than they did on the original on the original albums. Well, yeah. I mean, don't you think that silly love songs and Let Him In and and a song like uh, Oh, here's one for you. Magneto and Titanium Man. All right. Let, uh, here's another one. Let, uh, letting go on Venus and Mars. Right. Yeah. It's a cool. It's a cool blues riff to it. But you put on you put on Wings Over America. You hear Letting Go. It has a tough, raw sound to it. It rocks. The, the creme de la creme of songs that are better live on Wings Over America is Venus and Mars and Rock Show. Rock Show. Rock Show sounds a hundred times better on Wings Over America than it does on Venus and
2: Mars. I Agree with that any rebuttal mr Powers? i have no i have no this rebuttal a, I, not ta- i'm not going to turn this into debate i'm having fun here <laughs> but um, <laughs> you ah, turned <laughs> into firing line you're wrong <laughs> how dare you sir um
1: all right, sorry, sorry, I've been distracted. I'm I cannot looking... believe you don't like Tug of War. That's number four. <sighs> number Tug four. of War.
2: Go into it. it. Is Tug Paul's
1: best album since Band on the Run. Every song on that album is great, except for Ebony and Ivory. I hate that song. But Take It Away, somebody who cares. I like Take It Away. I uh, Take It Away is great. Uh, here today, mm-hmm. ballroom dancing is great. The pound is sinking. Wanderlust. You got great songs on Tug of War. Yeah. And then number five for me. Yeah. Round it, for Round it out. and Go for it. Round it out is McCartney too. McCartney there you four. go. Top five. That, that For n- those of you listening to the Knapsack files, shoot me a tweet at Movie Man to so let me know whether you agree or disagree with my top
2: five <laughs> McCartney album list. I, th- I think a lot of them are going to be tweeting, uh, which one is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's agreeable. But that's the thing, too.
1: I, I even
0: hate that cover of Tug of War.
1: <laughs> oh, Tug of War, the cover's
0: great.
2: Yeah. Uh, we used to have this at the old uh, the I radio. hate the cover of, of Off the Ground with the feet. Yeah. Uh, I hate, yeah, I hate that.
0: that uh, an, I hated the packaging of Off the Ground, but the album itself. Was... But yeah. this
1: is a great album cover. Band, Band on, the on the Run. Band on the Run is a great look album that, cover. Look at that. The James Coburn, Chris yeah. Christopher Lee. And that,
2: that is the special edition, which got the great interviews there. The, we talked about it off air one time, Scott, about Dustin Hoffman Dustin, telling the story of, yep, of, of basically daring McCartney to write Picasso's last words directed to me, and, and how he. He did Just it. Did it right in front of him. He did it right in front of Drink him. Drink to me. Drink to myself. Okay, give me some courage. Okay, here's. There,
0: there are a couple things that I want to preface this with. First yeah. of all, the bar for McCartney is pretty high. Yes, it is. Right, because an an average or weak McCartney album mm-hmm. is still ten times better than almost anybody else's album,
1: except for Press to Play. <laughs> press, press to Play is the exception Fair to the enough. rule. Like, I don't even have press to play on CD is how bad that album is. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, every... I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> what can we do? All right. Uh, I, to me, the best McCartney is when you can hearken back to that 18-year-old kid in Hamburg, right? Mm-hmm. Stealing uh, piano wire to string the Hofner bass. Yeah. And he's just down and dirty and drunk and just, just a badass bass player, right? right? So... The rockin' albums are the ones that speak to me. Okay, so it's going to be no surprise that uh, "Back to the Egg" just rocks. I think the orchestra theme gives me goosebumps every single time I mm-hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think "Run Devil Run." Yep, is a is a great album. has
2: one of my favorite it McCartney is, it, tracks on there. No well, I'll, baby,
0: I'll tell you, it 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 was clearly musical therapy for Paul at the time. Yeah. You know, he's going back to his roots. He just lost Linda. He's like, what do I love more than anything else in the world? And it's it's Gene Vincent and Eddie Cochran, yeah. right? So he just he pulls it out. I was going through the same thing at the same time, and that album just nailed me right in the yeah. face.
1: So you prefer Run Double Run over the Russian
0: album? You know, Russian album is actually number three, Oh, okay. as a matter of fact. You're, just, uh, All
2: right. you're the guy. The, well, the, you
0: know, the only thing I don't like about the Russian album is the heavy reverb on the vocals, mm-hmm. but other than that... Really, really tasty. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, and then the Unplugged bootleg, yeah, which is great. I actually had the a Russian. A friend of mine, when I was in college, uh, brought me the Russian album yeah. from Moscow. I had the Russian album. Russian album. Yeah, yeah I did and
1: too. A
2: Russian Russian
0: album. And let's see, was we'll <laughs> the number five? Then would be. Can we go
1: back to back to the egg? I want to talk to you about back to the egg.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: I'm with you on back to the egg. I think it's a great album. It's an underrated album. I don't know why. If that album had come out maybe 2 years earlier, I think it would have been a big hit. But I think it just came out maybe 1 or 2 years after punk. It just it just wasn't relevant as a rock album for some reason well, in 79. And as that, it would have been in 77. It's
0: kind of high concept too. Um, like for
1: that album to come out like after after Wings Over America, would have made sense. There were no singles. Because there was there was no like like Wings Over America Rocked. And the very the next album he put out after that was London Town, which is such a mm-hmm. mellow album. But back to the egg, I mean getting closer is great. Spin it on. Yep. Old Sam sir. I love Arrow Through Me is great. Yep. To you, the mm-hmm. same thing happened to you. Yep. I mean it just it does rock.
0: It rocks hard. It's great. Um and and the production values are really good. Uh every musician on it is just i think it's the best incarnation of wings um yeah that's a strong strong incarnation 1981 radio is still uh single driven mm-hmm. no real single on that album i remember getting getting hearing an album right uh, getting clo- uh getting closer i think should have been a, a bigger single it should have been a hit uh i remember hearing arrow right through me as a as a single on yep. am rock radio oh uh, yeah am 630 kicks, okay um <laughs> let's see Golly. Um, But I think part of the undoing for that album from a popular standpoint was the uh, segue. In and out of all the tracks with the with the broadcast and everything. Oh yeah. And well uh,
1: he was trying to do a concept album. Like he Bale was trying Aron. to do a
0: concept mm. album, but yep. it was nineteen eighty one and apparently well, concept 70, albums and cocaine don't go well
1: together. Well, this came
2: out in seventy nine. Seventy nine? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah
1: eighty one was uh in between McCartney Two and Tug of War. All right. I'm good with dates. You're, as Ken uh, will tell as you. Movie release dates. Back to the future. Back to the future, July. 3rd, 1985 I wouldn't even know if you're wrong Yes, wow. so you can look it up on IMDb <laughs> right now if you want uh,
0: <laughs> uh, Horse feathers <laughs> Alright, give me something good here
1: What? What? A Heart Dates Night I'm July, sorry, did you just uh, A Heart Dates Night, what? July 7th, The Man Fames, the Marx Brothers I'm out of here <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Horse feathers, so give me, give me uh, Animal Crackers while you're
0: at it Okay, yeah. okay. I will <laughs>
1: But but back to the egg, I, I'm I'm with you on back to. Yeah. I think it's a great I love the album.
0: packaging. Uh, back to the egg is one of those albums. That I mean, I've bought thousands of mm-hmm. of records, CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, in my forty six years, I remember the nineteen seventy nine weekend that I bought back to the egg for okay. three ninety nine at the Target store. On St. Charles Rock Road in St. Louis, and I remember unwrapping it and pulling it out, and and you know the sleeve and the vinyl and the and the and the mm-hmm. label and everything, you know. Oh, it's there. I did love that album? Yeah. I mean, but it's just it's it's, it's a, a good day. album. It's also a sentimental favorite. So uh, well, you know, I'm gonna I gotta, have gotta
2: give it my that. What else you got? Too you got?
0: Uh, what's my fifth?
2: Yeah,
1: so you had Back to the Egg, you had uh, run, double, run, run, Double, Run, The Russian Album, Unplugged, and number five is... Number five number is five on your Fast Five fast is... Five? Let's say number
0: five on a Fast Five is probably... Uh... With a bullet. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cop out and go, well, Magical Mystery Tour is Paul's greatest album of all time, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't really right say that. How do you feel about Venus and Mars? Venus and Mars is solid. Venus and Mars solid, not great. It's, you know, it maybe... Seven, nine, you know but that that five spot remains elusive
1: I Mm. I gotta tell you that Mm. that last uh, early uh, I guess it was late last year when uh, the reissues of the from the McCartney Archive collection of Venus and Mars and and Speed of Sound I was never a big fan of Speed of Sound I thought you know his plan to sort of get democratic and give like uh, 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 Jimmy McCulloch and Linda and Joe English and Denny Lane all these songs to sing was uh, you know a noble attempt to make it sound like a band when it was still Paul McCartney I didn't even buy Denny
0: Lane albums when he was in the blue in the moodies
1: (laughs) but wings at the speed of sound has its charms speed of sound is a good album i like let him in i love uh Mm -hmm. you know what song i really like a lot is uh she's my baby she's my baby she comes out at night it's a beautiful song i love san ferrian i'm warm and beautiful
0: let him in kept uh (laughs) that kept uh speed of sound off my top five just because i feel like he just threw that away uh, it's like it's got its he's like song. you know it's one of those songs where hey we need one to fill out the album all right hold on uh, give me an A a bounty A <laughs> you
1: know? but you know he say it's such Susie brother John John is John oh I know and it's it's
0: full of references and stuff like that and I love when he does that and but any artist worth his salt is going to do that I think this one flowers in the dirt you know is is a great referential song there's lots of them that are that are to John or about you know the there's I think lists where all four of them cross reference each other. Um, when we was fab, that's all yeah. you need to know. And there's a bunch of them. Yeah,
1: you know? he does that like uh, 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 on his later albums. He always has like one like looking back song, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but can I am dying to know what your top five.
2: Well, here's the thing. We notice um, uh, there's a slight age difference between me and you two.
1: Well, hang on. You were born. Okay, so you were 11 years old when McCartney 2 came out. I was 11 years old. Right. uh, But I turned 12 that year. My birthday is November 21st, 1968. March 5th, 1969. Okay. Wow. March. Wow. Okay. So wait. So I'm five months old. What month? Uh, November twenty first.
0: So the number one song when you were born would
1: have been "Hey Jude." But the number one album that came out the day that I was born, my yeah. friend, was the White Album. I was uh, born the day. The day of the, the White. The, album. the day the White Album came number out. Number
2: nine. This boy. Nine, you this were. Boy, number nine. Looking. Your album zero 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 uh, one. Were you?
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of this boy, yes. Flaming Pie.
2: Yeah. Flaming
0: Pie is a solid Pie album. Is well,
1: solid. I like and it's a, the a rocker world too. It's, it's kind of, a rocker yeah.
0: World Tonight mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think is Is an underrated single mm-hmm. Young Boy Should have been a hit Young
1: Boy Was a single It had great production To it yeah. It's a It's a gorgeous song I never
2: get tired of it Well What's yours baby Here's my list As I was, as I was saying you, you old dogs Uh, been around a little bit longer than me. Though I'm in the same genre, and by my hairline, you guys got me both beat. Um, But if you notice, in in the pile of CDs I got here, yes, I have CDs, Uh you know what's missing a lot, right? Vinyl. Well, vinyl. You're missing Wings albums. I'm missing a lot of Wings albums. The reason being... I really came into the pop culture you know awake you know your pop culture awakening happens at a certain age probably around 10 or 11 12 well where you put the toy you, you know you're very aware like well that guy's from that band the beatles i heard the beatles 87 was my year okay so by that time wings was already a distant member long yeah. dead Already just a memory, no different than the Beatles in my mind. It's all pre that. What a like, horrible year so the to Beatles, come aware. The
1: Beatles and Wings for You were both just past.
2: Well,. No, I discovered the Beatles in 87. My friend Sean Phillips hands me a cassette. Hey, it's called Sergeant Peppers. Take a listen. We were in a tent having a slumber party at my friend Brandon's birthday party. And it was like, hey, listen I to this. I never
0: believed these letters were true.
2: <laughs> it ended up uh, with me loving the Beatles. So it was like the oh, Beatles. And I was, I was a student of history. Uh, so it was like Beatles, Wings. I was never one of those guys. It was like uh, my, my old art teacher was like someone actually was like, Paul was in a band before Wings? You know, I wasn't I wasn't that kid. Right, But I had, to, I had to go back and dig in. So Wings, even now I'm hearing you guys debate over this stuff. I can't jump in because I'm like, I'm not as educated in this as much. I still need my Wings education. And Wingspan, though the double-dissing uh, 2001. Double-disc- a 2001. fine collection. A fine collection doesn't give me the whole story. No, it does not. I need to ride in a car with Scott Mance to uh, Needles, California. Maybe there and back I'm listening to Wings. i down for that. Let's I'm do down it. for it. Let's do it. Let's if there were anything it. in Needles, as I well would go as along. Don't
1: start, as long as we <laughs> skip over Wildlife and go straight to Red Rose Speedway. I'm with you. Right, yeah. I'm right. With you.
2: Is <laughs> so why I love a lot of that stuff uh, it, I have a different perspective but uh, I will definitely put Band on the Run in yes. that here by the way to the listening audience I'm now holding up the albums like I'm on some kind of old uh, TV show um, but Band on the Run uh, that's the one where you get it yep. and you're right there's some connections there's some Beatles sounds there it feels like that album so I jumped right in and I said let me roll it is absolutely one of my favorite Paul songs and yep. Band on the Run Jet come Jet, on 1985 um, And and, and then once once you hear the story of Picasso's last words, that even made it even—I loved the the, the Hoffman story. Did Paul and Ringo do do session work
0: on, uh, on Band of the Run? Are
2: they on there no, at all? No, absolutely not. It's no. Paul
0: and Linda and Denny, and, and Denny. that is it. In
2: Lagos, and the story Lagos of, of the—I the, mean, the, the the story itself of how this uh, album was recorded—is is a documentary waiting to happen. If it hasn't it happened really already, is. it really needs to be a story. Paul and Linda get mugged. The early tapes are stolen. The, they get there. The studio is falling
1: apart. So and um, the day before they even left to go to Nigeria. Yeah. Two members of Wings, Henry McCulloch and uh, Denny Sywell, the drummer, decided they did not want to go to Africa to record an album. So they, they bailed both? on Paul. Paul said, OK, fine. We'll go anyway. We'll show you. And he comes out with, with to this day, what is still his de facto masterpiece album, Band on the definitely Run. Definitely
2: his. I mean, and that's other thing too is it is definitely it's it's all things must pass. It is a it is a it's, it's, Imagine, as, it's, it's as Imagine. It's Imagine. It's, yeah. it, it's his yeah. three
1: great Beatles albums or solo albums. All things must pass, Imagine, and Band on the Run. Right. I mean, you could also argue Plastic on a Band, uh, yeah, but it's not as uh, you know. Imagine is a little more accessible. Yeah, it's absolutely. Got, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's not Lennon as hard got to out of bed for Imagine. Yeah, you know he
2: actually uh, there. So so Band on the Run is there too. Uh, then I throw in a little bit of Wildcard, and there's a little bit of sentimentality to it in Ram. Ram's great. And the reason I like Ram is is McCartney the first solo album, which maybe I'm amazed is absolutely despite Paul fortunately choosing to sing that on the SNL 40 special uh, hit can't hit those high notes as much as he used to. Um, maybe maybe I'm amazed is is a definitely a top ten song. It is what it is. It is it is McCartney at his best. It is yep. still. Cartney doing Let It Be and Hey Jude but there there's a there's not I don't know what I'm trying to say but it's not like there's one giant great song on here other than maybe Uncle Albert Almer Halsey is definitely a Beatle throwback sure, but there's nothing that's a solid classic but from track uh, one too many people to backseat of my car. It is a fun sing-along album. That as a young Beatle fan in eighty seven eighty eight, I I jumped in with two feet because it just seemed like the same Paul.
1: It is it is a well produced album. Yep. It is it's a very lush album. The harmonies. Mm. I mean, people were bagging on Linda like, what's he got her on stage for? Her? You know, yeah. what's he got her in the band for? But you know, the harmonies that Paul did with Linda on that album. Yeah. Even Elton John said that that it was it was it was beautiful. It's
2: good stuff. And and for me, uh, you know. Heart uh, of the country, part of the country. Smile yeah. away, smile away. Is is Paul kind of at a rocker? Smile away, yeah. Smile um,
1: away, smile e- away. Eat at
2: home, a little reference to something that Paul, Dirty Paul. Um, backseat of my car, backseat of my car That's is great. just a. It is it is a, it is a great song. No, but it is one of the, my favorite sing along songs. We'll be listening to that on the forty freeway Definitely. Up the needles. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> right.
1: we've been we, we can't can't go be wrong. Other than
2: needles, can we? go, I mean, can we'll, we go we'll to Ohio. We'll, or go, something? we'll go to Kingman, Arizona. All right. All right. Um, uh, Dear boy, which was it inspired, Lennon, was one of the songs that inspired Lennon to be angry, which oh, might yeah. not have been true, that might have led been. To How do you sleep? How do you sleep? Too many people, which uh-huh. also Lennon took offense to, which is one of my favorite. Just McCartney kind of a simple rock and best. Um, and then and then yeah, Uncle Albert, Amber Halsey. I mean that is a right. Beatles song to yes, me. Yes, it sure Growing is. Growing up, eighty five, eighty six, when I was still learning, I think it, I was pretty convinced it was a Beatles song. Well, at, surprised I'm, to not find it on Magical Mystery Talk. It's Tork. funny. When I
1: was growing up in the 70s, you see for you when you were really getting into this Wings mm. were history. When I was growing up, when I was getting albums as they were new, fortunately my parents and my brother especially were were helpful in that area. Oh, your memory. parents were hip? But but that see, they were and they weren't. I, I learned mean, a lot
0: about the Letterman.
1: They they <laughs> What my parents did was, uh, uh, or rather, my brother, you know, he was the one who took me to, it's called Sound Odyssey. You know, it's a music store, and that's where I got banned on the run. It was the first album I ever got. So I heard Jet and listened to what the man said, so he loved songs, let him in with a little luck, as they were new. I did not realize that this guy from Wings was that guy from the Beatles until nineteen seventy-eight when Beatlemania was touring the country. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my dad says, You know, son, you know that group you like, Paul McCartney and Wings? That guy, the guy is, it? is that guy, and I went, Whoa, what? that is amazing! It's like going,
0: Hey, you like uh, you like cheese, do you? Let me introduce you to pizza, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. Pizza's really good,
1: yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney was the cheese, and the pizza was the Beatles, <laughs> oh, God, exactly. That is a great analogy. I love you, I love but listen, I'm this is fascinating. All Tell right, me yeah. more.
2: So, Flaming Pie comes Flaming on the pie, list. Yes, uh, did it have some bad songs on there? Oh, it does. Yes, I do not like "Used to Be Bad" with Steve Miller. I'm not a Steve Miller fan. I'm not a. I am not I do not abracadabra. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm not a joker. I'm not a toker. I'm not a six gun smoker. Whatever. Um, I do not like "Used to Be Bad." Souvenir is a bluesy try. It's got some great moments. I don't like it, right. but, but uh, the songs we were singing has that. It's that McCartney sentimentality connecting back to the Beatles. Back, yeah, this is the first thing that came out from McCartney after the anthology. I'm gonna say uh, May of 1997. Did Correct. That... Yep. Correct. Absolutely. Right? I was in radio at the time. Uh, up over KBR ninety five, we played uh, some of these songs. World tonight's got some of that rocker.
1: If you want us fun,
2: if you want us fun, young boy, I love it. I but love Calico boy. Skies uh, is one of those. It's we talked about. It's McCartney on a stool picking at a guitar yep. by himself, and that's when I think he is hitting those home runs. It is the boy who wrote yesterday.
1: What do you think of the song Beautiful Night?
2: Love Beautiful Night, love Beautiful Ringo. Night. Lordy, 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 Drumming and singing along, and that song actually I think was a it had been around in existence in some form since '86. That's correct. McCartney had been kind of playing around with it. Yep. So to come out of the anthology in '95, the anthology hits, and Jeff Lynn has now got has finally got his right. chance to be a Beatle, and uh, I think Lynn is a uh, very prominent producing here on this one. A uh, little Willow, I love. It's a little sappy. It's a little McCartney, but it's uh, it's about Maureen Starkey. It's a little bit of uh, her death in there, so I like that. That. But coming out of the anthology, I was on a Beetle high, um, and, and this comes out, and it's got the liner notes that are similar to anthology, and it's just got that jingly jangly Jeff Lynne guitar sound, and I love it from start to finish. It brings back it's a the warm Roger, Roger McGuinn guitar sound that Jeff yeah. Lynn just kind of <laughs> yeah. took, but I mean, I agree. Um, but. Uh, and, flame, and Flaming Pie. Come on. A reference to the man great. on a flaming pie. That's he how the Beatles named got their the name. the Beatles. Beatles with an A. Um, on was, a Sunday's okay too. Who was lead guitar on World Tonight? Do we know? Uh, I'm going to have to dig that up. All I'm right, not, Sorry. I could tell you who won the World Series in 1933, the Cardinals, but uh, I don't know who That's played guitar. That's a safe against. bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know,
1: the, the anthology Volume 1 and 2 came out in uh, – well, Volume 1 came out on November 21st, 1995, and then Volumes 2 and 3 came out in '96. And this is this is the last album, mm-hmm. by the way, that Linda McCartney heard. Yes. Okay. He was recording this album while she was fighting cancer. And. And the movie, the movie, the 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 album. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm still in, in yeah. profiles mode. Uh, this album has a there's an intimacy mm-hmm. to Flaming Pie well, yeah. because of. Of his, the, of his The last track,
2: piece. track 14, is Great Day, great which day. is a simple little song about having a great day. It is what he and Linda used to sing to the kids around the kitchen in the early 70s, wow. out there on the farm. And he finally recorded it and put it and in context of what you're just saying, that makes his album to me have an emotional punch. Exactly. That maybe some of the other ones. Uh, well, that's
0: why to. I like that album and Run Devil Run because Paul is so raw. Yep. Yes. At those times, it's his primal scream. It is yep. his primal Run, scream. Run Devil
1: you're... Run is his primal scream yep. in, the, in grieving over Linda's death. Plus, and I love it on there.
0: It's Paul that that opened up fifties rock for me. You know, yeah. I mean, I lo- I grew up under Chuck Berry, yeah. but you know, there's Chuck Berry and then there's everybody else. But when you get into mm-hmm. Gene Vincent, Eddie Cochran, um, uh, Buddy Holly, Marty McFly, Marty McFly, <laughs> right, Marty who McFly. really started it all. But your cousin <laughs> Marvin Berry, listen to this.
1: <laughs> run double run. Uh, you know, my favorite song on Run Double Run is actually.
2: What it is, what it is great. But, what it
1: is, you get the sun to go for, down on me. For
2: me, no other babies. I love yep. that song. That's a great song. Uh, next on my list, I do put Chaos and Creation" in the backyard. Uh, um, like you, I think it's a great album. I remember hearing it, and I, I, I know you and I were talking when this came out. We right. we'd, we'd share emails on on McCartney. Let's say September of two thousand five. Uh, yeah, that's about right. And uh, "Too Much Rain" is one of my favorite McCartney songs, um, but there's. It's it's one of those things. It's an album to me. It's complete. I remember listening to it from track one to, to there's 13 tracks on here. Uh, some of the things, I, I'm looking at this list now and I couldn't sing some of these songs right now, but I remember the feeling I had was like ah, oh, it's Paul, man. Yep, it's Paul, and he did a good job, and he hit a He hit a home run here, and so it's just one of those. It's it's a kind of an ode to what the last ten years has been. Yep. Uh, the the old man singing about his life. Uh, Cash, like I said, Cash goes through it. Neil Diamond goes through it. All these kind of old guys want to sit down for that one. He's had a great run of just sitting down and talking about what's ha- happened. By also, but also being. Uh, still at the forefront, still still being Paul, still being the guy who creates great melodies and great songs. So chaos
1: and Creation in the Backyard is an album I will mm-hmm. only listen to when I can hear it complete. Like uh, I don't yeah. jump around. And that's I don't hard to do in this day end, and age, you know. But this is an right, unless you're guys. driving unless you're driving to needles, you know, which we will definitely do. But Chaos do you know. and Creation, I mean, you know, you got uh, how kind of you, and then you got Jenny Wren yeah. which is which could have I love Jenny Ren. It could have fit perfectly on the white album, and then yeah. at the mercy is is at great. I mercy. love. Uh, Jenny, uh, what is it Vanity Fair
2: yeah to riding, Vanity riding to Vanity Fair and
1: uh, uh, the last song I think it's called uh, Anyway yep beautiful song yeah. it's his People Get Ready And you can't that, Ooh. that album cover Ooh. Him. Um, yeah. that's, that was taken what? in 1962 so, yeah, it's all by pool. Mike
2: McCartney Mike McCartney Paul's, uh, you had a reaction to that I just I thought uh,
0: that was a that was a well phrased uh, well well composed turn of phrase calling it Paul's People Get Ready you like yeah. that huh yes I did that, that is was Paul's People
1: Get Ready there you go
2: yes
0: I, I had uh i had high hopes for driving, driving rain oh
2: yeah and really wanted it to be better than it was i think i remember you and i talking back in the day we wanted it to be you know, yeah we had I conversations mean, about i that. liked uh i liked
0: a couple of the cuts mm-hmm. um but just it seemed like a vanity piece, and I'm like, well, for Paul, uh, he's allowed. It's also the Heather Mills period. We yeah. Can him. <laughs> so you're saying the album doesn't have a leg to stand on? <laughs> no. Oh! Oh,
2: hey, all right, Tim Powers. I liked I Do.
1: You know what's? All I, I like I like uh, from a lover to a friend was uh, from lover to a friend is good. Lonely I like, Road uh, I liked. Uh, Lonely Road is, is a great way to kick off the album. See, I think this might be a good time for us to look at the albums that we hate and pick out the good songs That's from all of the I get one more
2: album, sir. Oh, you, you do? I get That's one right. more album.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
2: And uh, we talked about it a ton, but this is uh, Off the Ground. Off the Ground's good. The re- But the reason I like Off the Ground it was this was the first Paul McCartney solo album. I was like, ooh, I'm going to go out and buy. So oh, okay. <laughs> I remember on Grand Avenue – In Royal Grande, California, there was a now-gone music store next to something called Movies to Go, where you could rent rent VHS tapes. What? That is gone too. You could do stuff like that?
0: (laughs) You could buy records and rent videotapes? There was a a
2: music store attached to it, and I went in there and remember... Next thing
0: you know, they'll tell me they used to play music through the air, and you could just listen to it on machines in your car.
2: This came out in 93, and back then still, occasionally you could get the old uh, CD packaging, the long cardboard boxes Box. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, from the first 87, 88 wave of CDs, and they, they had this, and I had a big uh, off-the-ground uh, package. i say February
1: 93. Is that what? that sounds about right. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, that's weird. Because I was a junior in high school say, uh, yeah, when yeah, that happened. Enough. February 93. And um, off-the-ground, I'm, I'm glad you guys actually talked. I don't want to hammer in, into the ground. I, I don't want oh, to. Ha- can I, guys? Yeah. Okay, just uh, remember yeah. how I told you I'm good with
1: dates. Yep. Yeah. February second, nineteen ninety three. You, you're He's the too, man. You're too good. If with I dates. can't be the man, I could always be the man. The,
0: the only one
2: at the table, good with dates. Just, <laughs> just saying. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're both married men. That's not right. I'm well. the one. There was nothing to offer. So, to Even Jane a blind Watson, pig finds an acorn. Okay, when you posted that picture of Mary Jane Watson the other day, I, I was scrolling, you know, sometimes you're scrolling through Twitter quick. And I was like, that's funny. A man's posted a picture of his wife. On, oh, no, that's Mary, oh,
1: that's Mary Jane. I, I mean, she yeah. looks like Mary it's, Jane. It's, it's, Your it's wife looks like a
0: John Romita drawing? Yes, she does. <laughs> I have to meet this I woman. Mean, and
1: nobody drew Mary Jane Watson like John Romita Sr., and right. My wife looks like John Ramita Senior's version of Mary Jane Watson. It's, it's, Face it, Tiger. You're lucky you got to
0: her first. <laughs> yes, I am. I am a
1: lucky ass man.
2: I'll tell uh, you. To, to wrap up on off the ground, um, yeah, is there, is there some bloat on there? Yeah, is it is it still Paul coming out of arena? But I like that his band. It was it was it was the band from the exactly, road. So exactly. So off the ground is just kind of fun and stupid. Hope of deliverance. I remember the video, and it's just got that. that I am a sucker for jingly jangly guitars, my friends. Mm-hmm. I love them jingle and I love them jangles. And hope of deliverance has that um, even a silly song like biker like an icon. I I song you're not wrong, Scott Nance. you're not wrong biker, didn't like, like her. her. Oh my god, that's the biker, worst lyric. Didn't like oh, her. You know what? Anyway. What are you doing? Even
0: but, Bob Dylan wrote shitty lyrics once <laughs> yeah. in a while. It's okay. But
2: but my point is I could I could you could put that on now and I could sing along to it and know every word almost yep. as almost as if uh, it was a Beatle album just because this of that time I had this thing. This thing is worn down. This is the copy of Bob. But the Lovers That Never Were Good is song. absolutely one of my favorite McCartney songs it's something that that carries weight in my life uh, unfortunately and it's a song (laughs) that speaks to me shut up Tim Powers it's right. Um, and and there's some
0: fun stuff on this we'll go through we'll go through the Powers iPod sometime and you'll see the (laughs) tremendous amount of emotional baggage that is on every damn Todd Rundgren album there ever was
1: Mm -hmm. so that's my life. Wildlife from 1971.
2: Horrible album. This is albums we hate but songs we like.
1: Albums we hate, songs that we like. I mean, Wildlife, the first Wings album. I might need to go to reference Recorded it in two Mm -hmm. weeks. Mumbo, Bip Bop are horrible, horrible songs. But (laughs) I do love the song Wildlife and the song Tomorrow and the song Dear Friend. Three great songs on an otherwise shitty McCartney album.
0: I would have bought the Dear Friend single and then just let the album burn.
1: Yeah, Dear Friend, what's the time? Is this yep. really the borderline? That's him going, hey, John, let's be friends. What, Remember what, back in Hamburg. What album is uh, With a Little Luck from? London Town, yep. track number nine. Also,
0: not a bad album.
1: Yep, I agree. I like it. It's a good album. I, I like, love that song. I'm just why I'm asking. With a Little Luck is. Mm-hmm. One of my all-time favorite single Paul McCartney songs. Mm-hmm.
2: So let's talk about Give My Regards to Broad Street. Let's not and let's say not. we did. You know what? It's got, it's got a couple of saving graces on it. <laughs> no values and not such a bad boy. <sighs> Hit me, Powers. Please. Richard Starkey,
0: MBE. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Played, played through the whole thing. That's true. And I'm okay with Paul re-recording his original tracks because they're his. Well, I'm fine with that. Okay, yeah, and I, I think he, like the, I think he did a fine album. I think he did a fine job. I don't think I've watched the the movie all the way through. I remember it was a Fox movie of the night one night, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll watch this, and I watched it with my seventy eight year old grandmother, and she goes, "Oh, it looks like John Lennon." I'm like. <laughs>
1: Well, I last, love you, Grandma. The last time he had a number one hit was was uh, uh, "No More Lonely Nights." Yeah, I like
2: that song. It's 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 Paul is kind it's of cheesy, best like an eighties cheese. It, it, yeah. but I, it's it's something to it. You could you could do a a modern cover now, and it, you know I probably like it. You know, okay, pipes of peace. All right, let's talk about this <laughs> the crap song box. that I like let's on talk pipes about of the peace. Craps box, yeah,
1: so bad. Let me see the song, so bad, so bad. There is a place yeah, inside my heart. You mean so much to me, girl. I love you so bad. But it feels so good.
0: See, and that would fit on just about any other earlier album. Yep. So that would have fit on London Town, actually. It is. You know, it's that. That's the uh, the onion ring in your French fries, right? Yes. You're like, oh, okay, this is all right. I can, I can do this. You, you know? make
2: the best food references, Tim. <laughs> well, come on.
0: I outweigh both of you. Um Look uh, at the I'm, track st- list of I'm still of thinking these. about Kenny who became uh, 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 culturally aware in the worst year possible yeah, to become. I was a it's senior right. in high school, it's it's and right. I'm like, wow, really? Bananarama? Yeah. Oh, you poor bastard.
2: Twins won the World Series. Redskins, Broncos in the Super Bowl. 87 uh, Super Bowl, uh, the eighty-six season. The, the Gi- Giants win. Phil I'm Sons talking Spons about your musical awakening. The problem. Began. Mark McGuire's the rookie of the year, 49 home yes, runs. See the problem there? with Pipes of Peace is that Paul recorded Mm. a bunch of
1: songs with George Martin producing in 1981 and 1982. Right. He took the best of those songs and put them on Tug of War, an album that you don't like, I know, but most people do like. It's a critically acclaimed album. Mm. And then he put the rest of it on Pipes of Peace, which came out not even a year later. Oh,
2: Tug of War, Pipes of Peace. I get it, Paul. So
1: so you have Volume 1 and Volume 2, where Volume 1 is far superior to Volume 2. If, like Pipes of Peace was a sequel and a, a an inferior sequel Penny Real
2: yes. New Music Express November 1983 a dull tired and empty collection of quasi funk and gooey rock arrangements is that accurate? That is completely accurate. Ew. Say, 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 no. say, say. Uh. Let's not say, say, say we did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then uh, play the pipes of peace. But yeah, it's sad that uh, Martin's got the credit as producing on that because yes. you want you want only greatness when those exactly. two get together. Exactly. But uh, pipes of
1: peace came out in 1986. Crappy album, but I did like Stranglehold, the first song no, on the it, album. Uh,
2: 83. You got one wrong. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, pipes, uh, uh, press to play. Okay. Yeah, you, and that's you, you $5 in the
2: bin. Well, <laughs> check in tomorrow. Press to so play. Press to play.
1: Okay. I like the song Press. I think it's a you know okay. grew on me. Uh, I like the song Angry. And uh, Good Time's Coming, Feel the Sun, Shine the, In.
2: The only thing I know about McCartney Press to Play is we had it at the radio station and uh, the cover of Paul and Linda on yep. it. And there was like a note on it from a program director that said, do not play. Oh. I had that same note.
0: <laughs> Actually, I did.
2: Uh, I Thank talk, you, Rick Bayless. Uh, Flowers in the dirt, and uh, more importantly, the 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 work he did with Elvis Costello. Yeah, um, a lot of people said it was him trying to find a modern Lenin. Um, so, did uh, so did Elvis So did Elvis So what do you guys think I, I love Veronica It's one of my favorite Veronica's Costello songs uh, uh, And it does have that. You can tell The McCartney influence And then On the flip side My Brave Face Yeah. Other than the big Marina sound to it The lyrics right. do sound Like a Costello song Ever since you went away I've had the sentimental yeah. Inclination Not to change a single thing But yeah.
0: even the the Instrumentation You know The um, yeah. the harmonics And then the, the Bass counter melody Which are Beautifully Paul yeah. Right I mean uh, Paul, we—I can't believe we're what an hour into this and we haven't said what an amazing bass player! Holy crap, what an amazing <laughs> yes. bass player! Damn an amazing- good. And if drummer, you want to hear I- his
1: bass playing. If you want to really hear his bass playing, listen to Wings Over America. Yep. Wings over America, another thing another reason why the album is so great. His
2: bass playing is to the fore. The album is it rocks. It's one of the best live albums of all time. I was in doing the research and I couldn't tell you what album, but I think it was a general comment on Paul and his recording process. There was someone in there who was in one of the bands, might have been a studio guy, who said what he found interesting is McCartney did all most of in most cases, McCartney did all the bass lines after. It was the last thing he did for this one particular recording session right. and just in Because general. he would do it as a counter melody. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. It's, it's, Paul. it's, it's Paul. Paul. It's Paul. It's um, Paul. What about Put It There, man? I love I like Put, Put It, it, there. There. I Put it, it there. there. I love Put It, it There. there. What, what are you scoffing at me for, Powers? Put it there for ways of time. That's that what is, the father said to his youngest I son.
0: I think it's trite.
2: It is trite, but it's, 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 it's trite in a good way, talking about his father. It's, just, it's it's it, I know and if you're attached to the Jim McCartney story, you know. Oh, I got a yeah. song
1: for you. Yeah. I call this the "My Love" of the '80s, "Motor of Love." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No. I,
1: I love "Motor of Love." I almost, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. almost, I almost requested. <laughs> yeah. I almost requested "Motor of Love" to be my official dance song, at my my wedding. Really? But I went with "My Love" because my, it's my love. which.
2: Factored into, as you told on your episode of the Knapsack Files, when you met Paul McCartney uh, and told him that, and he yes. gave you and your wife some money. Wow. I got to
1: tell you the story. So, okay. so my first dance at my wedding on November twenty eighth, two thousand nine. least you got that date right. Okay. Yes, I better get that date right. Or I'm a deep shit. Uh, but so when I saw Paul uh, at the Critics' Choice Awards a couple months later. You know, he was there because he was nominated for the song that he did for this Robert De Niro movie. Right. Everybody's fine. I want to come home. Was the name of the song? So I go up to him and I just said, uh, you know, I could have said like anything, you know. Oh my God, I love Band on the Run. Holy or, shit, you're or, or, still alive. Dude, you know. Yeah. But I just said, I just said, uh, <laughs> you know, I just got married two months ago, and my first dance was was to my love. So he, he gives us he gives us a big hug. He kisses my wife. Like I mean, clearly, my love. He wrote that for Linda. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I said, oh, Hey Jude was my dance song or Let It Be mm-hmm. or Long a or and Wilding Or Helter Earth. Skelter. Yeah. It was, yeah, Helter Skelter. Or, that was what uh, I danced to my first one. Or here's line. a good one. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm actually going to save this one. Yeah. But it was a song he wrote for Linda. Yeah. So it was special. The album that we haven't really talked enough about is Electric Argument. Electric Argument is a damn fine album, The Fireman. Mm-hmm. And it was like that was his sort of Sgt. Pepper in the sense that he could, he could be somebody else. He didn't have to be mm-hmm. Paul McCartney. And we talked about Sing the Changes. But the first song, mm-hmm. there are five great th- rockers that he did mm. after the Beatles broke up. Like uh, uh, you know, like Monkbury Moon Delight. Yeah. Okay. But but nothing too much just out of sight. Track number one on Electric Argument. Mm. He just rips the shed off that song. It is fantastic. So
2: hard not to cut away to these, man. I know. I wish we could just do a 2-hour show with music. Well, Paul, Paul yeah.
1: Wouldn't sue I mean, You listen to that song. He probably had to nail that in one take or he'd have to wait another week to try it again because it would rip his well, vocal,
2: the when he, vocal cords to shreds. When, uh, is it, is it uh, Music City, the documentary uh, about the recording studio over in Van Dave Grohl's. Uh, McCartney's in that, and he kind of rips it up too in there too, man. Yeah. Proofing, uh, but he, can, he still got it. Still He's can still go. still got it,
1: but he cannot yeah. sing Maybe I'm Amazed anymore. Anyway. Yeah,
2: maybe he not after can. doing a you know, two-hour concert.
0: Uh, but, you know uh, – Tony Bennett can't sing. I left my heart in
2: San Francisco. You right. just you just let him. Them... Daltrey has to go down a register now too. You know. Right. Um, sorry, I, I picked up memory almost full um, because I, the end of the the end of the end is one of my favorite McCartney songs. Cool. Because it talks about him dying. Yeah. And as a fan, you're listening to that, going, "Oh, that yeah, that's gonna happen." That's, oh, God, there's well. been tons of songs about Paul dying. They go back fifty years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> miss him, miss him, miss him. Um, but I love that one. I, you know, Cranberry speaking sauce. of which, audience, none of
0: us are wearing shoes right now. I
2: <laughs> buried Paul. Bit of cool. The night watchman. Um, you New know, song I absolutely hated when it first came out, and now I love it to death. What's and that? That is dance tonight.
1: Oh, I like dance tonight. When tonight,
2: dance tonight first came out, I was like, Paul, Paul, come on! Come on. Yeah. It is so bloody happy. It is just so McCartney doing little jingly jangly you know I love the jingle and I love the jangle. Um, Dance tonight, uh, I love that song. Sorry, I, I just wanted to mention that album.
0: Paul would have been happy sometimes with like a straw boater hat and a cane, you know, and and he would have been just fine sitting at, you know, sitting at a tack hammer piano. Yeah,
2: was well, not that the not say 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 Let video? Us cover. Let oh yeah, us Cover. McCartney. Ball of cherries. Your Cherries spilled you're out all over. Holding McCartney.
1: The first one yeah. came out nineteen seventy. Right prior album. to uh, Let be It Be prior to Let It Be uh, yeah that's right that's which right. is
2: part of the reason uh,
1: that would be something every night Junk is a beautiful song motor cars handlebars bicycles used so
2: well by Cameron June Crow and
1: Jerry Maguire Jerry Maguire he, he, he used sing-along, sing-along junk. junk right he used yeah. the instrumental yeah the instrumental uh, but Ooh You was great Just Like a Woman Ooh-Hoo yep. oh, this is great I love it you know I have to say also that on uh, Band on the Run yeah uh, Mamunia. It's a great song Mooney is great Let Me Roll It uh, Mrs. Vanderbilt is awesome Bluebird yeah. I love like you know after you got Band on the Run and then you got Jet and you got late at night when the wind yeah. is still it's, it's I such a, it's such a, your door it, yeah oh it's beautiful it's it just start a good to album. finish and then and then 1985 it's building it's building and, and yeah. the, the, the the instrumentation is built then it just explodes and then you're Band on the Run yeah. and then it out and that young children get, people
0: under 30 is why the sequencing of an album is important Absolutely. Listen to
1: the album. They're not just don't just download individual songs. <laughs> yeah. Go to iTunes right now. Subscribe to profiles. Rate and review <laughs> us. We need these ratings and reviews to survive. And then go and download the entire band one-on-one album. Yeah. Go As up Paul's to your dad is.
0: and take his records and put them on the turntable. The
2: sequencing man, the album man. It. Here's how sequencing. I here's how yeah. I prep for this
0: show. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine. Uh, came back to America maybe two months ago from a trip abroad and brought me two Cohibas from a very special island off the coast of Florida. Mm -hmm. And I threw on the iPad Mm -hmm. and went through the entire, everything. McCartney one all the way till... All the way, huh? Yep. And did not play every single cut all the way through Mm -hmm. just to the point where it jogged the memory. Got it. Right? And realized... At that point, that even the bad stuff is head and shoulders above a lot of things that that you could compare, you know, just the average, the non-Beatle. I agree. You know, so we can bitch about how bad Pipes of Peace is. It's Hmm. still better than insert name of anyone else here.
1: When I went to uh, Taylor Dane, I Taylor took Dane.
0: a I took a uh, like an eleven hour flight to <laughs> do, England. Do you still have the the no. Taylor Dane I schmoes? No, I have no. T- oh no no no. No, no, I, no, I got I got Taylor Dane to do a schmoes bumper one time.
2: Oh I don't know. We do not have that. Oh she was. I went this. to I went to uh,
1: London in May of uh, 2013 for a junket and, uh, you know I couldn't sleep on the plane so I put on my iPod right. and I started with McCartney. And then it went right into Wildlife, Revro Speedway, Revro Speedway. We got to talk about Revro Speedway. You got time? Big Barn Bed you, is great, my love. Get on the right thing, Single Pigeon yeah. through the rain. Did she throw the, you out? Coming
2: after what Wildlife, right? So, so this is the one that, that kind of solidifies Wings as a as an option. As a band, as an option but for Paul to Still not a great going. album. Better right. than
1: Wildlife, and mm. and you know, what? Let me. Uh, Speedway came out. I think all the Ringo's albums
2: are better than
0: Wildlife.
1: <laughs> Here's a beauty. Red Rose Speedway, also intended as a double album, yeah. came out, I think, in July of 1973. Five months later, Band on the Run comes out.
2: Five months I know. between well, we've Red talked, Rose Speedway and Band on the Run. We've talked about that with the Beatles and how much they squished stuff into yeah. one year. You know, uh, 1963, uh, they had two albums of
1: 14 songs and singles right. that were not on the albums. For me to you, she loves you. I want and, to hold your hand. And
0: special Christmas messages. Yeah, but they were only collect. two
2: minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think is uh, we've hit an hour, so I want to uh, you know wrap up here a little bit here. But what uh, you know, I know he's your guy, Scott. Yeah. What about what makes him your guy? You know what Those it is. Dreamy eyes. I I, I like I, I like melody. Yeah. I like melody. I like his
1: voice. Mm-hmm. His voice is he can do a lot with his voice. He can rock. Yeah, he can. But he can also just sing a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on a uh, uh, there's there a vibe to him. He's got. I don't know if you know this about me, Ken. I'm a very upbeat, positive guy. <laughs> I've heard. There is something you about – You in the next room yelling. Yes. <laughs> I am a very upbeat, positive guy. And I always admired that about Paul. He was yeah. he was always Mr. Thumbs Up. I mean a lot yeah. of people sort of pick on him for that. Sure. But I like Silly that little about little, him. Silly he's, little love songs. He's, yeah. he's a positive guy. I admire his values. Mm-hmm. He's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. He is an activist. He is was – for the 29 years that he was married to Linda mm-hmm. – that other than the the 11 nights in that he was in jail mm-hmm. he ne- they never spent a night apart he, d- he didn't have a lost weekend i i mm. admi- i always wanted a relationship like that. Someone mm.
2: who I just was like, this is the one and I don't want to be apart from her at all. And he raised uh, some good kids. You don't, you never heard problems with the kids. You know, you know
1: and, and you, know, you never heard problems with the kids. But ultimately it comes back to the music. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, he could get deep when he wanted to. But yeah. ultimately it was just music that just made me feel good. It made me happy. You know, mm-hmm. even but even the Beatles. You know, when I'm listening to like the night before, mm-hmm. or Another Girl, or things we said today, Can't Buy Me Love. Um, you know, Mother Nature's Son, Side mm-hmm. uh, Two of Abbey Road, another album vinyl reference for Indeed. you. Indeed. Uh, I mean, I even like uh, Maxwell silverhammer, I like it's 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 the, the it's the melody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, often over the lyrics. And we
2: had talked with you. Um, you know, you're a you know, one of the biggest Beatle fans I know, along with powers of myself here, but you uh, you love early Beatles. I do. Where a lot of people, myself included, gravitate to the bearded, stressed out, angry Beatles. And here's why. It, and, and I think and it th- ties
1: to why you like Paul. That, t- that ties to why I like Paul. What I mm. like about the Beatles is the early stuff when they were clearly rocking out, having a great time yep they sounded like a band you put on a hard day the album a Mm -hmm. hard day's night you put on help or rubber soul everything
0: before beatles for sale everything Mm -hmm.
1: before everything before beatles for sale they the music is vibrant it has energy that energy is infectious yep it is infectious you listen to the entire 13 track album of a hard day's night the (gasps) only beatles album Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where all the songs are credited to lennon mccartney no harris songs no richard starkey songs no covers all those songs. I should've known better. Don't Tell bother me, me why. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, that's from with the Beatles. But All then right. you got When I Get Home, Things We Said Today, uh, I'll Be Back. It mm-hmm. is an upbeat, positive, energy energy fueled album. And then five months later, they put out Beatles for Sale. The first song is No Reply. We're like, we're tired. The second, really we're cramp, tired. The second song is I'm a Loser. The third song is Babies in Black. Yeah. Five months between the vibrancy of A Hard Day's Night and, and the then, depth of Beatles for Sale. Yeah. It is extraordinary to see the evolution of the Beatles. It is, and by the time you get to
2: Help, things are, things are starting to unwind there, well, I well, think. Well, Help is a perfect pop-out. Oh, I love Help. I love help the movie. Help is a perfect pop-out.
1: But you know Beatles stands for? Best even according to the legend everyone says. That's the acronym <laughs> wow. for the Beatles. Spend too Best much time with Gary Busey. even according to the legend everyone says.
2: <laughs> Beatles! Don't forget it, baby. McCartney's legacy for you, Timmy? Uh, you know,
0: 10 years ago, mm-hmm. eh, 15 years ago, I would have said his legacy was being John's bass player. <laughs> <laughs> Lennon is your guy. Lennon is my guy. Um, oh, but you're I, the I am I am the first to say that John put out a lot of stuff that is largely unlistenable mm-hmm. or self-serving. You True. know, uh, um, sometime in New York City. You know, Some, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I love Flo and Eddie. You know, that mm-hmm. was that's that's my favorite uh, favorite version of the Mothers. But we digress. Uh-huh. Uh, and. Maybe three years ago I would have said Paul's legacy to me is the keeper of the flame. Yeah. Because he was there at the forefront and he's you know, he's half of what we've got left. Now I think he's back to back to rocking and he's got that, that rasp in at seventy whatever years 72. old, he's got that rasp in his voice. Yeah. And he's just he's this this growling kid out of Hamburg who's just, you know, cranking his bass up to eleven and and singing she said yeah.
1: She said yeah. Da, na, 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 na. Yeah, which is a,
0: his cover of that
1: yep. is so tasty. His his cover party is excellent. Yeah. Yep. Last song on that
2: album. Excellent. Mm. What
1: about you, Mister? What is your legacy? Uh, you know, for, for me. Keep
2: Keeper of the Flame is the thing I, I go to as well. Um, though we all know Ringo's gonna be the last Beatle alive. It's just the way it's designed. <laughs> and the first <laughs> one alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it's gonna be. Um but for me, McCartney it it always because again, Lennon passed uh, passed away, taken from us. So when I'm coming into that awakening in, in 87, 88, and, and becoming a, a, a George, other Cloud Nine. I mean, George is my Beetle, but I didn't. That didn't come later, until I could uh, appreciate all things must pass and what it meant emotionally and spiritually. Oh, yeah, to me, uh, yeah. as I become a little bit of a dark soul. You know, no, I'm with you. We're soul but brothers. Th- on that one. There was a point though where McCartney spoke to me the most because of his messages of love and fidelity and and uh, not so much activism for me at the time but just there there's a there's a sentimentality that i enjoy and i have that part of my heart and so for me he just represents that and he represents just damn fine songwriting to me and uh, lennon too i mean that it's it's the most historic pair i believe um but but Paul, even now, that's why I love New, the album New, and early days, and there's some and some great songs that Queenie, I, Eye. I, Queenie Eye, but titles that I don't know as well right now from that album. But it's it's always on my iTunes, and I find myself singing along. It just proves that the guy still has it, and he's he still, still Paul, it. and he and he and he has a pretty. You know, you read uh, you, know, you read him going off to the farm and why everyone thought he was dead at the time. You totally respect the guy who wanted just to walk away. He probably could have walked away in 70 and never come back and, and been happy and content and had a good life doing something else. And it's just something kind of as big as he is, sir, Paul. And his thumbs up and everything and palling around with Lauren Michaels at Yankee Games. There's something just simple about him. He still some, just seems like a good old guy who likes guitar like a guitar and some a, old he rock. seems like a good guy. Yeah. Yep, he that's, seems for me, like a that's really what he guy. is. And Keeper of the Flame is definitely I, big as a
0: beetle. I fan. I think that it diminishes his role a lot. That's why That's why I retract and, and say oh. that sheepishly, that he's Keeper of the Flame. Oh. I mean, it's true. Yeah. But it is... It is um, it really diminishes his role in the in the whole thing, um, and just how much he's defined, uh, you know, pop culture. When yeah. you think, when you listen to the, the the weaker tracks on any of these albums, and the ones that we've made fun of, you know, <laughs> we're still talking about half of what created musical culture. Everything that came after it, yeah, everything that came after it was influenced by these two drunk kids. You know who were 15 years old. Yeah. You know everything. You Dylan, disco, punk, Kanye. You know <laughs> whatever the kids are into now. You know everything points to these two guys. Yeah. And then and then to Buddy Holly, which is weird, but yeah. mm-hmm. you can't put him down. Mm. No. Like
1: he you can't. know what the other thing is. That mm. I think it's great is that Paul is still with us. Yeah. And and I just remember back in uh, uh, November of 2000, uh, I'm sorry October 2013, when I went to Amoeba Records in Hollywood and I bought a brand new Paul McCartney album, a brand new. The title was called New, and I went, "Wow! Like this is brand new music from my favorite musician on the face of the earth, mm-hmm. and it's and it's great." Yeah, it's a going really great. You
0: know what? That's true. Because I'm I'm going through who would I like to hear a new album from, and most of them are dead. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. you know, I was thinking the other day about how much I miss getting new music from REM. Hmm. I love REM, and hmm. uh, you know what? They're just not putting out new music anymore. It. But uh, Paul is,
0: and and, and God
2: willing, I'm sure we'll have another. I'm we sure will. we'll have something at oh, seventy five. Well, yes, we will.
0: They're, it'll keep coming. Yeah, it'll it'll keep coming long after Paul's gone. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: uh, he's got a well. I mean, I don't want to even think about that. But he's got a treasure trove of unreleased tracks.
0: Mm-hmm. That, sure, sure. You know,
1: remember the Lost Lennon tapes? Mm-hmm. How much material he had? Well, you know, <laughs> it's this just is him going, I hate
0: everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Paul McCartney, we're right. we're, we're honored. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask both of you. But I know this is you being a Paul guy, Scott. This yeah. is going to be one tough question. Let's hear it. I okay. have my answer tim will have his you could only take one song with you of mr paul
1: one song of all of paul mccartney's music band on the run
2: band on the run just that song all-time favorite
0: song okay yep wow i'm gonna go deep okay uh, uh the orchestra theme okay has gotcha. carried me through it's i mean even there there aren't really lyrics but mm. Paul's vocals through the back are just, are energetic and everybody who backs oh, no, him up. No, no,
1: no, 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 Yeah,
0: right. And, the, and just the the sheer force mm-hmm. of that cut. I mean, still, I'm, I'm getting chills, mm-hmm. aren't you? you? know, Yeah, and I mean, I, 35 years later, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that that song, anytime I've had record purges that usually go along with a relationship and she's like, I'm taking your record.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that one sticks with me. Always. What about you, Ken? Well, and he played it last night, unfortunately, but maybe I'm amazed. Okay. Because songs are the window to your soul, and that is a a song sung in my key. It is upbeat, it is a love song, but there's a melancholy to it, there's a little bit of a whiskey tinge, and those are the type of songs that get me going. I could listen to that song on repeat 10, 20, 50 times a day, and probably sing see along, and, and have. See, I know, love Band on the
1: Run, because it's like three songs in one. Oh, it's great. And when they, when they after the If I Ever Get Out of Here portion, yeah. when it just blows up, and the acoustic guitar, well, Which I didn't
2: blown. know oh. the whole story of yeah. that line, where it came from. Did you yep, read it this in here? came from George. It came from George Harrison. Yep. In a meeting. Yep. If, if ever we get ever get out of here. here. <laughs> (laughs) And that's Paul. That's Paul. I wrote a song about it. So that is our look at Paul McCartney. I know some of you stuck through the whole thing, and you probably learned a lot. Thanks, Um, mom. (laughs) um, I love Paul. I love doing these specialized shows. Um, Sometimes the show is just about life, the universe, and everything, and all my foils and trials and tribulations. But uh, this is some uh, a passion. Not only music. But the Beatles, and to a lesser – not lesser, but to a a certain extent, Paul, John, George, outside the Beatles is something just as important to me. I could do two hours on George we could do it I think on, you should we next we time on the
1: Naptop Files maybe we will <laughs> so
2: I appreciate you Scott Movie Mance uh, sticking around coming out you you are, have a tremendously busy schedule and a, it, I appreciate you coming out my uh, pleasure great where can they here. find you where's all the places uh, good, yourself good. Out. follow me on
1: Twitter at Movie Mance follow me on Facebook at Movie Mance follow me on Instagram at The Movie Mance make sure you watch our show Profiles with Malone and Mance that's my good friend Alicia Malone mm-hmm. we talk movies every week we've mm-hmm. the great filmmakers of all time. Follow us uh, uh, on Facebook at Profiles with Malone and Mance.
2: And and thanks to the Knapsack Files listeners who have uh, embraced the sideshow that Alicia and I are doing now called uh, Alicia Malone's Film School. It's been... Are you really uh, calling it a sideshow? No, it's not. Well, it's a side show it's a, it's a sub show on this feed uh where alicia's teaching me to appreciate great cinema and it makes me very uh very happy to watch her and her eyes light up when she talks about these movies but i want to we're starting the show on this feed and you you fans of the knapsack files have embraced that show as well and i appreciate that so continue that mr tim powers it is no small feat that you are here as well thank you you are a busy busy man as well and we've been uh, we're going to see a little bit more in schmoville at least yep. hear your voice coming back to the fold you are by the way trivia question the man who co-ran the schmoes no comedy show the live show back That's true. in 2010 wow i was a, i was a founding schmo you founding were a founding schmo. Schmo. I, I, well a new... i was
0: not i was not at the well i guess i was at the birth but yeah to be very clear it's christian and mark it's christian mark, and then mark. i kind of came right in
2: right to well, do I'm the show. To schmoville and right. i'm having a great time i was the yeah. george you they were notes. already together and they're like, hey, i got this friend you, you, more, you were more like the uh, the uh, who was the first manager? Alan White? yeah uh, Al Williams. Alan Williams. Alan um, <laughs> I Williams. Alan Williams. I was the guy at Decca <laughs> You were the guy at DECA. <laughs> ah, Dick crap. Rowe. Dick
1: Rowe said <laughs> The car groups are on their way out.
2: <laughs> Tim, where can they find you and your pursuits? the
0: uh, Go to thefandomplanet.com. You can hear uh, my podcast with my partner, Sax Cards. We talk about comic books and nerdy stuff and his fascination with an actress named Alison Scalia that got a cease and desist letters. I'm kidding. And uh, there might be a couple other new things coming out. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim is funny. And uh, if you're a fan of Dark Shadows, you should watch that Twitter feed to see what uh, what's coming.
2: Mm, coming up like, coming like up. like
1: a flower. Like a
0: flower. Like
2: a flower. You can follow me at napsock and uh, also uh, currently uh, the show Jedi Alliance and uh, all the schmoes no stuff and everything here in the napsock Files. Of course, if you're on iTunes, do me a favor. Subscribe, write, and review. The show is available on Stitcher and Podomatic as well. And if you're a fan of pro wrestling, and I know you are. Jump on over to the Wrestling Viewpoint Network to find my Ron, 15 minutes, Dan Ferrens California Classic Wrestling Podcast, and Joe Rusciarello's NXT in 15 minutes, branching out there so until next time where we will just talk uh, endlessly about um julian lennon uh this has been <laughs> the Napsock files with tim powers scott nance i'm kat knapsack we will see you next time